Good day, brothers and sisters, and welcome to another edition of Centurion Faith, the podcast that helps you to seek the kind of faith that makes Jesus marvel. Um, I wanted to share just a really simple message with you today that I really feel like has um, blessed me, and it's something I know the Lord's given me. It's something really simple and basic that... um, I'm going to try not to complicate. That's, I think, my biggest challenge and our biggest challenge in walking with God, who is so big and vast and infinite, to not um, fall away from the simplicity that we find in Christ. And that's even in the scriptures that that uh, Paul says that he's he was worried about the uh, Corinthian believers just falling away from the simplicity of the gospel. And so this is just a simple message that I think anybody and everybody can apply, any believer and uh, even if you're somebody who's, who's seeking and uh, looking to know God um, and, and searching, maybe in, in this message you will meet uh, Jesus and see how simple and beautiful his message and his life and his, um, his uh, presence is in, in our lives. So I, I hope you see something of Jesus in this message. That's my goal for, for this and for my life. Um, The message that I have today is entitled, How Do We Love God? How Do We Love God? The royal commandment, you know, in the scriptures, Jesus says the summation of the Bible, and you guys have heard me say this so many times, and most of you probably already know this, it's in a variety of places throughout the the entire Bible where where the the royal command is to, to love God and to love people. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. And it all starts with loving God. And sometimes it's kind of, it seems like um, something that's complicated. We say, how do we love God? He's, he's infinite. He created, he created the sun, the stars, and the moon, and the universe. And he's so vast and big. Uh, what could we possibly give to God that the, he doesn't already have? He created everything. Everything was was created by him, for him, and through him. And when you think about it, why did he why did he create us? He God created us in His image, and God is love, and um, he he gave us free will for the simple purpose of of returning um, love to Him, and so. God made us for love, to, to, to be loved, and that we could, of our own free will, return that love to him. Well, how do we do that today? And this message um, I wanted to share with you is just based on three simple verses that I really like, and I'm going to start out in Mark um, ten seventeen, and it's a story of the rich young ruler, and he, he comes to Jesus, and, and the rich young ruler, he asks... Um, the Lord, he says, uh, as Jesus started on his way, a man ran up to him and fell on his knees before him. And he said, good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What a great question. And Jesus answered and said, why do you call me good? There's no one good except God alone. And then he gives them commandments. He says, you know the commandments, do not murder, do not commit adultery, do not steal, do not give false testimony, do not defraud, and honor your father and mother. He gives him six commandments out of the 10 commandments, and they're only the commandments that pertain to how we treat people, not the, the first four commandments that are 
uh, pertaining to how we are to treat God or, you know, our, our attitude or our actions towards God, they're towards people, which is very interesting. And that's where I'm going with this message. Again, how do we love God? And I'm going to answer this question. I think you're already figuring it out um, from where I'm going here. But uh, anyway, the rich young ruler says to the says to Jesus, he said, "I've kept all these commandments from my youth," which is obviously a lie. Nobody can keep all these commandments perfectly. And uh, so then Jesus, knowing his heart and having compassion on him, and wanting to show him really kind of what was in his heart and what he's missing, he says, "Well, there's only one thing you need to do." Then and he tells him to go sell all of his possessions, because this this man had many possessions, and give give to the poor. And, and uh, that's how you can inherit eternal life. So he gives him something else to do because the guy already declared himself righteous by, by keeping the commandments, which obviously nobody can, can be declared righteous before God by keeping the commandments or by, by their works, but by faith in Jesus Christ. So anyway, the man went away, it says, sad because he had many possessions and he could not do this thing. So it kind of really exposed what was in his heart. There's another scripture that's very similar to this in Romans, and it's in um, 13, Romans 13, 8 through 10. And again, um, my prayer is that I'm not complicating something that's really simple here. But Romans 13, 8 through 10, again, uh, something very simple. It says love, uh, in my Bible, the, the subtitle of this is love for the day is near. Romans 13, 8 through 10 says, Let no debt remain outstanding except the continuing debt to love one another. For he who loves his fellow man has fulfilled the law of God. Isn't that amazing? The fulfillment of the law, or you could say the Bible, is to love your fellow man. That's amazing. And then again, here we go. Paul lists the commandments, do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not covet, and whatever other commandment there may be, they are summed up in this one rule, love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no harm to its neighbor, therefore love is the fulfillment of the law. Loving your neighbor is the fulfillment of God's law. Notice that the commandments that Paul lists again are only commandments pertaining to how we treat people, how we treat man. That's absolutely amazing. Nothing in there about how we love God. And again, that's the title of this message. How do we love God? Well, so far, it looks like the way that we love God is by loving people. And let's go on. I have one more scripture, one of my favorites. And this is found in Matthew 25. And... Um, this is actually Jesus before he goes to the cross, you know, the, uh, towards the end of his life in Matthew. He's again, and keep in mind, this is one of the last things he's teaching before he goes to the cross. And he's, he tells a story in Matthew 25 about um, people being gathered before him on the judgment day and where he separates the sheep and the goats and the ones that get to in inherit eternal life, the ones that come into the kingdom, he says to them, um, and this is at uh, in 2534, the king, that's Jesus, will say to those at his right hand, come, those of you who are blessed of my father and inherit the kingdom of God prepared before the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. 
I was a stranger and you took me in. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. Then shall the righteous answer him and say, Lord, when did we see you hungry? When do we see God hungry? <laughs> when do we see God thirsty? This is before the Lord God Almighty on judgment day. When do we see all this stuff? When were you a stranger that we took in? And when were you naked where we gave you clothing? And where was it that you were sick and we came to, to see you? And um, when were you in prison, Lord? And the king shall answer and he says, Verily, verily, or truly, truly, I say unto you, whatever you have done to the least of these, my brothers, you have done unto me. Wow. Whatever you have done to the least of these, you have done unto me. I love this passage, and that's Matthew 25, 40, and I call it the T-lot, and that's where I try to park is in the T-lot, like at the airport. And T-lot is an acronym that I made up that stands for the least of these. Whatever we do to the least of these, God says we're doing to him. Every person that you'll encounter today has a need, and every person that you'll encounter today is created in the image of God. Whatever you do to the least of these, you did to me. Whatever you did to the people that were down and out, that's almost everybody you meet these days with what's going on in this world. Everybody has a need for encouragement or just a little love, maybe just some mercy or just some forgiveness. We're really all the least of these. Every one of us is the least of these. When I run into somebody today who's a, who um, is a believer in Jesus Christ, I know that they're, if they're trying to walk with the Lord, the Lord's gonna use them to help me and minister to me. I'm just coming out of some surgery and trying to recover and fighting some things in my life, um, depression. I'm fighting, fighting against all this temptation to just give out, give in. But the Lord keeps sending people in my path. And in a sense, I know that, that I'm the least of these. I have people calling me, visiting me as I recover from my surgery. And I see that we're all the least of these and we can encourage one another in the Lord. And when we, the way that we treat other people is the way that we treat God. How do we love God? I asked that at the beginning of this message. How do we love God? By loving others. It's just that simple. And I not only believe that when we, this is why we feel so good when we volunteer or when we go to bring a meal to somebody or to help anybody along the way with a word of encouragement. It makes us feel good. It makes us feel alive because I believe that spirit that's in us, the Holy Spirit, quickens our little spirit that God's given us. Remember, we're spirit beings too. We're the spirit with the little S and he's the spirit with the big S. And he's, as, as a believer in Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit has sealed our spirit forever, eternally. And that's the part of us that goes on, the spirit. My brother-in-law, you know, was delivered to us yesterday in a box, his ashes. He passed away a couple weeks ago and all we have are his remains. And it, the Bible says, you know, out of the dust we came and to the dust we turn. He's a box of dust in the physical realm. But in the spirit, it's like he's still here. People that have gone before us, people that close to me that I've lost, I still feel like they're here. I can't explain it any other way other than knowing that their spirit is still alive and with the Lord for those who knew the Lord. 
So I just want to close with that and just say today, how do we love God? By loving people. It's that simple. And when we do this, just out of obedience, when we go out of our way for somebody, when we look to people today and see needs that are in them, uh, when they express to us what they're going through, what their struggles are, and we meet them in their pain, we find that Jesus is present and we find that his life is quickened in our midst. We just feel good. Everybody feels good when they get encouraged because their soul gets quickened by his spiritual presence in us. So today, look for somebody that you can bless as you go out today. Look for someone who's the least of these. And remember, we're all the least of these. We're all hurting and we all need just to love one another. Brothers and sisters, I hope you have a very blessed day.